Here we are again. You can have it turned away from me. <laughs> I have full control of the microphone. Hello, this is Annie's podcast. Mari is dead. <laughs> Mari can't come to the phone right now. Why? No, because she's dead. Look uh, what you made me do. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome um, back to another episode of Screaming at the Sky, truly unhinged Taylor Swift fan podcast. I'm Mari. And I'm Annie. And today's episode, we'll see. You know... The title is probably the strongest part of, it is. of the whole episode, which is, this is me crying, Taylor Swift's saddest songs. My yes. MacBook is currently telling me that I need to <laughs> update my Excel. Attention required. Not once have we been able to do an episode without your <laughs> notifications going off. At least it's silent this time and not True, but you narrated it, so now it's not <laughs> silent. Um, Keep it in. It's good. It's good content. So speaking of being unhinged, Mari really took this... Oh my god. Episode concept to a new level. So initially the concept was just like, let's let's talk through what we think her saddest songs are. And she was like, what if we made like a final four bracket of all her saddest songs and they had to go up against each other until there was one king of the saddest songs. Uh, so, so we did that. How long were you spiraling this morning trying to get the bracket filled out? So look, first I thought we could just take two songs from each of her 13 albums and then that would be fine. And then I realized that number doesn't actually generate a even bracket. And then I couldn't figure out for the longest time that was the case. And then you... My simple mind could only come up with, if we're short one song, why don't we just add one song? And you were like... I swear to God. <laughs> this is so stupid, it just might work. But then it didn't. But then it didn't work. So we ended up adding some songs, and then we sent it to our friend to fill it out as a tiebreaker, only to realize that actually what we should have done is <laughs> had him on call and only had him offer an opinion on the ones where we differed, because what he filled out was his own bracket that could not be more different than Annie and I's bracket. <laughs> like, not helpful nope. whatsoever. Not a tiebreaker because he had... He's just I on almost an... do, going all the way to the final. He's on another planet, basically. He, I can't. Um, wait, we haven't done the pledge yet. Sorry. <laughs> so it's okay. We can edit this however we want. We can act cut, like cut we this. did this right at the beginning. Yeah. We've got our shit together. Um, okay, so we'll get the pledge out of the way. Yeah. Uh, the pledge of this podcast is that we are here to talk about the music of Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. We are not here to talk about who she's dated or what mm -hmm. size pants she wears or her red carpet looks, though she does consistently slay. Slay. She is her own person and deserves privacy and the ability to date who she wants, wear what she wants, and be, and I quote, whoever the fuck she wants. We are here to talk about the music of Taylor Swift, which is immaculate. We also reserve the right to hate some of her songs and scream at each other about it. Which we will today. In solidarity. Ladies. Ladies. All right. So, let's get this fucking show on the road. A couple of notes of business before we dive in. Annie and I have obtained, through means that we will not talk about, <laughs> a copy of Hits Different. <laughs> I could not imagine what you were about to say next. Oh, I was like, I was like what? what did we do today? Um, yeah, so we have a copy of Hits Different. We've each listened to it, I don't know, 75 times? Shout out, times? shout out the 18-year-old who illegally uploaded it to Spotify as a podcast episode so that I could listen to it no fewer than 972 and times. And as an added layer, then also put up what I believe is a school project about why Thomas Jefferson was a great president. It's all that, a cover. 
You don't think it was like, I thought maybe she was like, I actually have to do this podcast for school. And so I'll just also, while I'm at it, pirate, it's different. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? The She's a... today, only the young. Annie and I are so tired today. It yeah. is. This is going to, this might, it's already off the rails, but it might go further off the rails. I drank a bottle of wine and listened to Midnight's six times last night. We so... also each had an alcoholic beverage today at 1 so... p.m. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Hits Different is incredible. It's quickly becoming one of my favorite songs. It's a good bridge. It's a Taylor bridge. It's so, so, so good. This is like a more Taylor Swift song than any other Taylor Swift song. Yes. Such a, it just hit, it hits different. <laughs> I'm going to make that joke, that bad joke right out the gate. So very good. We just wanted to call out that we now have heard it. So we've now heard all of the Midnight's songs. However, <laughs> asterisk, we don't acknowledge the remixes. We need to stop making anti-hero remixes. We're going to start There's a GoFundMe so... page. <laughs> We ride at dawn. Just stop. Maybe Taylor will be fine, but I won't. No. And we'll save the rest of our remix thoughts for the remix episode that we want to do, where we I force Andy to listen to all of the remixes that she's ever had done. And one thing you should know about me is I hate remixes. So it's going to be a time, but we'll get through it, just like we always do. All right. How are we starting this? How are we starting this shit show? Hopefully by the time we get to the... East-West division, our tiebreakers have responded back to us because the East-West is really where it fell apart. Well, and just to be clear, because we didn't realize that the bracket we had our third person fill out wasn't actually going to be a tiebreaker, we are literally waiting for text messages back from them to say yes or no on specific songs that we have tied. So we may not ever be able to do a tiebreaker. Oh, we got one. We got one vote. So he'll be the emergency <sighs> vote. Okay. He already mad. He picked wrong. Okay. We did disqualify certain songs that were about things that are just the saddest in the world that we that you can't compare a breakup song to. So, for example, Bigger Than the Whole Sky, Ronin, Soon You'll Get Better. We're like, hmm, you had a bad breakup or your mom had cancer. Um, right. We can't compare those. So, those were out. So, Different. starting in the North, our first, our opening, our opening game, our number one seed... Against, frankly, like a number 13 seed. <laughs> Let's not do the seeds. They're not teams. I should have seeded them. That really would have broken me oh today if I had been forced to. I was already like, why are you doing any of this? In particular, all of this. Um, okay. You, you were like, you care so much, but you did such a bad job. And you're so stressed about it. And I'm still just like, it's all fine. You could just post a list of the songs. I just am so bad at anything math that it really, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. I tried so hard and it still turned out, so it fell apart. And in the end, it doesn't even matter. Nope. Um, Woulda, coulda, shoulda versus, versus Marjorie. Long limbs and frozen swims. <laughs> <laughs> One might say. <laughs> you couldn't make that connection. <laughs> okay. I was like... <laughs> what? what a weird series of words to say right now, Annie. Long limbs just really threw me off because it also sounds like long limbs. <laughs> anyway. Um, woulda, coulda, shoulda is better. Versus Marjorie, we both agreed woulda, coulda, shoulda is sadder. Next matchup, Illicit Affairs versus Better Man. Um, I had picked Illicit Affairs because I think that song is so sad and so simple. It's the perspective of the person who's doing the cheating, whereas Better Man is about getting cheated on. 
Right. So I think that's why I chose it to be sadder is because yes, the protagonist in illicit affairs is like having a bad time, but she's making all of these like really shady bad choices for herself. So I have less pity for that person. Like, oh no, I had consequences for my actions. How sad versus better man being like, oh, you were actually just like a really shitty person and I wish that you had been better. Our tiebreaker also picked better man. I will just say mm-hmm. that I think illicit affairs is also indicative of her songwriting style, writing songs from the perspective of the person who messed up. And Mm -hmm. that's something that she doesn't do. Better Man is classic Taylor. She's the one that got hurt. Mm -hmm. It's not her fault at all. She wishes she could still love you if you were just a better man. I just like Alyssa Affairs because it's messier. It's like, I'm sad and I'm heartbroken, but I also know that I did this to myself. And also I'm mad at you, but also I kept coming to see you. There's just something heartbreaking about realizing what you did was messed up, but still doing it. I don't know. It's destructive. So then we had Tis the Damn Season versus Nothing New. Now, we don't have to spend a ton of time talking about this because Nothing New won. But I would just like to say (laughs) that while doing this, I realized how sad Tis the Damn Season is. Yeah. I'd always kind of thought of it as like a, oh, cute... You go back, you you bump into the people that you went to high school with. Yeah, you're, you're home for the holidays with one of them. Oh. And then upon re-listening, I was like, this is so sad. This is, in my opinion, right people, wrong time. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't agree with that or hear it that way. But I yeah. hear like, if I didn't want the things that I wanted, I could just stay here and we could be really happy. But instead, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep leaving. I didn't totally disagree with you only that it was the right person wrong time to me it's the wrong person wrong time but it's that pattern that you're home for the holidays and there you're like comfort person and there you're like when I'm home this is how this goes and she even says the only heart I'm breaking is my own because it is the wrong thing to do probably but she's doing it anyway mm-hmm. it's a sad song I was kind of mad at this matchup to be honest because tis the damn season and nothing new should have gone another round Blame that 13 rounds of randomization. And the final entry in the North was Tolerate It versus Back to December. And we both had Tolerate It winning. Yeah. Tolerate It is very much like a devastating sort of idea versus Back to December, which is, you know, kind of a sappy like, oh no, I broke up with a boy that I shouldn't have. Back to December is just so personal. I find it hard to relate to. You talk a lot about the like five seconds, 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. Why are we getting so specific? Yeah. Back to December is so written just for her that you can't really relate to it. I mean, she's got the specific dates. She's got all this stuff in it that's so clearly about somebody. Specifically, it's written for Taylor Lautner. Yeah. And we're just listening in. So then we move to the South. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have Death by a Thousand Cuts versus All Too Well, the 10-minute version. Again, not really fair because both of these songs have legs. All Too Well, there's just too much attached to it. We as a fandom have invested too much time and effort into getting that 10-minute version. Speaking, it sort of feels like we just have to pick it every time it comes up. Speaking of Taylor Lautner, this song has imprinted on us. <laughs> <laughs> then the next we have Evermore and I Almost Do. Evermore is definitely a quill pen song, and it is very poetic. For fuck's sake. (laughs) I noticed you edited out my last quill pen section. (laughs) Don't think I didn't notice that. Cut it right out. So I'm keeping this in. Uh, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) It's a quill pen song because it's very like poetic it's it's sort of non-specific it alludes to thoughts sounds feelings 
smells, temperatures. It's like kind of just abstract in that way, but I think conveys a very devastating amount of regret and, you know, being torn up about something. I chose that to go to the next one, but you despite not liking either choices, also shows Evermore, right? Yes, I like Evermore more than I like I almost do. And Evermore grows on me every time I hear it. I think I just, it's not my, if I'm playing uh, Evermore, the album, it's not the first thing I go to. But if you look at the lyrics, they are very sad. You know, can we just get a pause to be certain we'll be strong again? Certain oh. we'll be tall again. <sighs> Listen, don't come for me. My song. My I, quill pen lyrics. I like Bonnie Bear's part of the song more than Taylor's. And then I like when they sing together with the waves and the yep. shore breaking that. So the second half of the song, I like a lot more. And ultimately, it went through. Like, I picked Evermore. Mm-hmm. Because so. you hate, I almost do. I don't hate it, I just don't like it. Hate's a strong word. If I'm playing Red and I'm trying to be sad, I have other go-tos on that album that I'll pick. Like, all too well, the 10-minute version. What would be really interesting is you and I to fight I Almost Do versus Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. Oh. Because I like I Almost Do more. And I like Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. But we, we don't save need it to... for the red. Yeah, we'll save that for a different fight. All right, next. <laughs> All yeah, right. You, you explain this. You explain how this song ended up on this list. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking again of Shauna, in our wine haze. Don't blame this entirely on her. I will. I will not be taking responsibility for this. I was telling Shauna about this episode idea and what we were going to be talking about. And she was like, you know what song I've always thought is so sad that like gets sort of mistaken as not a sad song? Enchanted. And I was like, that's not a sad song. I was Googling the lyrics. We were talking about it. And she literally talked me into it. She's like, no, here's why it's sad. Like, she meets this guy and then never sees him again and spends forever wondering if she, if, he, if he knew how nice it was to meet him and that like she's in love with him and it never goes anywhere and all this stuff. And she talked me into it. So I put it on my bracket and Mari, all caps was it? Yeah. And he talks to me like, the fuck you doing? <laughs> and I was like, blame Shauna. I don't know. Blame Sauvignon Blanc from the Marlboro region. That's who picked this song. That went up against Epiphany for this round <laughs> is what I'm saying. As Enchanted is my favorite song, I think I get to decide whether it's a sad song or not, and it's not to me. It's like when you fall in love with somebody for one night, and you have like a night with them, and then you're like, yeah, I'm never going to see you again. But also, it was one night, and it was, I wonder if you knew how how enchanting it was to meet you. It just, I don't know, it doesn't seem sad to me, especially not up against someone's mother, someone's daughter. Hold my hand through plastic. Hold your hand through plastic now, Doc. I think she's crashing out. It's some things you, you just, just can't, can't speak about. about. Mm-hmm. This night was flawless versus dying uh, in war. And then we had hits different versus Mirrorball, mm. which is another point of uh, contention because I don't listen to hits different and feel sad. I listen to hits different and feel happy, but was told I was wrong because the <laughs> lyrics important. are actually very sad when you listen to them <clears throat> mm-hmm. and ultimately hits different one. You picked it and then our tiebreaker picked it. So yeah. while I do love Mirrorball, while I do love all the sad girlies on TikTok and Instagram who strip away the background noise so it's just her vocals singing that and like mm. sit in the shower, I don't understand <laughs> the point of those videos. <laughs> They're not for us. They're for that person. Um, but I do really like Mirrorball. It's grown on me. I think when I first heard it, I was like, this is a low point of folklore. But actually, whenever it comes on, I just 
twirl around my room like a little mirror ball. You put on your highest heels? I put on my highest heels. I don't, I threw away all my heels. I was going to say. Fun fact. That might be where the song loses me. I'm like, heels? Um, okay, so then Hits Different went to the next round. So we ended up with Epiphany versus Hits Different. Yes. And we had Epiphany winning out for both of us right. in my new bracket when I redid it because mm-hmm. I lost Mirror Ball. So then for the South Division, we ended up with Evermore versus Epiphany. Oh, no, we differed. I had all too well. Did we not realize that? I'm clearly not. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, so here's the thing with All Too Well that I think we talked about earlier. And I'm going to give you Evermore. Like, I'm willing to have it be Evermore versus Epiphany. Okay, two of the weirdest songs on Folklore and Evermore. Or, like, two of the most <laughs> different sounding songs. Mm-hmm. Not weird. I think the thing that we talked about with All Too Well is there's so much of an emotional connection, it's almost not sad. Because it makes me think of being at that Taylor night and standing in a circle with all those fans <laughs> screaming it. The lyrics hit. It's still a sad song. But, again, it's like it's 10 minutes it's the same story it's the same person her epiphany she talks about war and that kind of trauma versus covid and that kind of trauma versus just that idea of being in a situation where you're constantly having to be on you only get 20 minutes of sleep and you dream of some epiphany something to make sense of what you've seen that's just much more universal yeah basically being so traumatized that you can't speak about it right so okay so evermore versus epiphany in the south Woulda, coulda, shoulda versus <laughs> nothing new in the north. Oh, God. And then we have moving into the east. Just to be clear, the regions are not relevant to anything. <laughs> just really, but I printed them out. You did. I color coded them. But I just wanted to be clear that the song choices for each of these aren't tied to any sort of geographical. No, is the south. <laughs> okay. I don't know who to advise you to ignore more right now, me or Mari. But Let's actually just finish out the North versus the South. So, woulda, coulda, shoulda versus nothing new. We have woulda, coulda, shoulda winning. Both of us do. Yeah. Woulda, coulda, shoulda swept it all the way to the final four. I want to make that abundantly clear. <laughs> Never not sad this about is, that song. This is Duke. This is a number one seed. <laughs> it's how many final four as someone who doesn't you know, know basketball. This might be a perfect Duke comparison because it always gets there, but does it deserve to? No, and does everybody hate it? Yes. I don't know. There's a lot of woulda, coulda stands out there right now. That's true. And then Evermore versus Epiphany, we had Epiphany winning both of us did. Again, Epiphany swept all the way. Yeah. What is the Southern team comparison who always makes it to the final four? Florida. No, they don't. (laughs) I just picked a Southern (laughs) state. Florida State makes it a lot. The Gators? They don't make it to the final four. Oh. I'm trying to think of a southern team that sweeps. Nebraska? I think they're technically there. I don't think they're in the southern Yukon. Okay, know. we're done. Epiphany versus would have, could have, should have is the final four north-south. The final two of the final four. Yes. What is math? I'm moving on so to the confused east coast. Let's break out our golf sweaters. Let's break out daddy's money. <laughs> and the first battle... Could not be funnier, which is Cold As You versus Hoax. <laughs> she didn't stand a chance, folks, that debut. Nope. Again, that's that small liberal arts Catholic school that somehow manages to get a seed <laughs> that has to go up against a number one seed like North Carolina in the first round. It's not fair. It's a 13 seed versus a one seed. Hoax wins. <laughs> Hoax wins. Yep. Although Annie and I have to admit, we talked a lot of shit about the debut on our first episode and really every episode since. Every day since. But having to go back and listen, there's some heat on that. There's some good ones in there. Cold Mm -hmm. as you is good. 
tied together with a smile fucks. It's oh yeah. Good. And I am now amped to hear Taylor's version because I think I get tripped mm. up by how much of a child she sounds like. She sounds like a baby. It is a kid's bop album to me. Yep. <laughs> Which absolutely. is unsettling. So a gr- adult Taylor, I'm waiting. Waiting for debut. It'll be last. Mm-hmm. And then we had Maroon versus 15. I wake with your memory over me. That's a real fucking legacy to leave. Mm-hmm. I will say that line is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that song. Also, hollow eyed in the hallway. And then the with your head in your hands, ain't that the way shit always ends? The second verse and the bridge do a lot of work in that song to make it win out over 15. Yeah, the sadness of that song builds as she sort of yeah. sets the scene more and more. Again, classic Taylor storytelling. Which yeah, and will... 15 is too. Yeah. yeah, 15 is more of like, this was a coming of age time. It's like sad, but also kind of how it goes. So Maroon won. So we have Hoax versus Maroon. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic versus Champagne Problems. Now, obviously, Champagne Problems is going to win, and I fully support that because I love that song. But mm-hmm. again, re-listening to these songs, I got hooked on Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. I have been sleeping on that. It's so simple. It's very repetitive. So if you don't like that whole repetitive thing, mm-hmm. this song is going to drive you bananas. But it's just that idea of sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. And the line, good girls hopeful they'll be long will they wait was a knife into my heart into your good girl heart into my really good girl heart I truly Mm -hmm. I think I just was listening I just kind of went oh (laughs) ma'am excuse me (laughs) yeah it's me hi (laughs) I'm the good girl it's me yeah just musically this song it's really echoey it's very Mm -hmm. echoey it is very dramatic but champagne problems Again, classic Taylor storytelling. Mm-hmm. I think she's not doing it better than Champagne Problems. Like, that is peak of her yeah. taking you on a journey and then really just knife. God, sometimes you just don't know the answer to someone's on their knees and asks you. I've never turned someone's proposal down, but I would after listening to that song. <laughs> I'm never getting married because of Champagne Problems. And then we had Tied Together with a Smile versus White Horse, which is probably one of the more even matchings on here. Tied Together with a Smile and White Horse are early on in her career. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously different kinds of heartbreak, but ultimately Tied Together with a Smile won for both of us. I find White Horse to be a little too dramatic. But I just love the, I'm gonna find someone someday who might actually <laughs> treat me well. This Hollywood. So that's the East. So we have Hoax. Versus Maroon and Champagne Problems versus Tied Together together with a Smile. Mm -hmm. So then for Maroon versus Hoax, Hoax wins out. Whenever you want to do your Hoax is you speech, you just let me know. Do you want to do it now? Hoax is you. What if Hoax was me? I would not be okay. Did I just say that? (laughs) You did. You do your whole Hoax is you thing. Oh, you know, you're always on the cliffside screaming, give me a reason. I find this song to be devastating to the point where I just listened to it over and over again during quarantine like it would hurt me and then I'd be like again like I was masochistic about this song so hoax wins out over maroon yeah it's no yeah so hoax moves forward and then champagne problems versus tied together with a smile you got to give it to champagne problems it's a near perfect song it is and it's so simple and I think that's the thing that always when people first heard it they were like oh it's the four chords it's the four chords everybody uses to write songs and she manages to take something so used and still make it powerful purely by the words it's not the melody is nothing it's anybody who come up with that melody it's the four chords in a different it's another all too well because that's the same thing 
the chord progression in All Too Well isn't super complicated. It just kind of repeats the whole time. But yeah. she's like building this world within the song. And I think that Champion Problems does. Again, it's her, it's her doing that at its peak to me. Yeah. And then we have Hoax versus Champagne Problems. And we just received our tiebreaker in via text. And Hoax is going to move forward. I had Champagne Problems going all the way to the end. I just want everybody to be aware. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy with Hoax. With that song, you can hear the pain in her voice mm-hmm. like no other song she's ever sung in my opinion I think she gets there a little bit in would've could've should've and her younger stuff you can hear it a little bit with like Dear John like I do think she sounds really sad yeah <laughs> when she sings that song but this one the you know it still hurts underneath my scars from where they tore me apart she sounds like she's crying yeah I think you mentioned this sort of same setup in a different song where this relationship that's been so hard that's gone through all these really horrifying things yet you still want to be with them when all their sadness in the world will do that line especially I'm like oh god um, or your faithless love is the only hoax I'll believe in <laughs> to me I'm just like okay well just walk off into the woods and never return so yeah, so Hoax moves forward into the final four. Sweeps, mm-hmm. again, all the way. All not, the way. not really. There was a challenge. Champagne Problems proved to be a worthy adversary. That <laughs> game ended 89-87 in overtime. <laughs> I got to keep bringing it back. We kind of drifted. If there was any way for me to stop you from doing that, I would. But nope. I just don't think there is. Nope. Um, so then we move into the West. And Godspeed, if you're able to make sense of us jumping around like this, if you can make it to the end of this no understanding what we did, no, everyone's gone. Um, we have, in the first um, entry in the West, we have Last Kiss versus The Moment I Knew. We talked about how I'm a Last Kiss fan, and you're maybe not. But it wins out over The Moment I Knew. Which is not? Maybe your worst song. I'm sorry, What? <laughs> No, it's not. I'm just kidding. Um, I actually didn't have an opinion about the moment I knew. And then I talked to someone else who hates it. And I was like, interesting. Tell me why. And she had like all these really specific reasons. And then I went back and listened to it. And I was like, ew, you're right. So I was, I may have been swayed, but I've not come back around with it. weak. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Why don't you listen to our first Midnight's episode and then the second Midnight's episode. We'll see who changed their mind. Okay, so Last Kiss moves forward, and then we have My Tears Ricochet versus Right Where You Left Me. I hated that these were matched up. Yeah, this was a hard one. These next, all of the next ones that we're going to talk about are really, really hard. I really love Right Where You Left Me. I remember liking it from the very beginning. I still see that gif of the Kermit lookalike Muppet with a help hanging up the phone. Mm -hmm. Every time she says, help, I'm still (laughs) at the restaurant. Ultimately, My Tears Ricochet wins out. Yeah, right where you left me could have could have gone some rounds, I think. But uh, alas, it's not going to be my terrorist ricochet. It's just not. You throw right where you left me up against any of her earlier stuff, or even a lot of stuff from Red, and I'm having that win out. But it just oh, because yeah. it went up against its sister, <laughs> it makes it really hard. Uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we have Last Kiss versus My Tears Ricochet, and then we have <sighs> This Is Me Trying versus Exile, <laughs> which is probably. <laughs> The hardest one, but ultimately, I think that This Is Me Trying is more of that desperate sadness than yes. love heartbreak sadness. Yeah, this, that is that, this is that same matchup of, like, life disrupting trauma and versus, like, love. versus, like, a breakup. It's a whole, it's your whole life falling apart versus your relationship falling apart. At least I'm trying, but that's mm-hmm. the last line of that song is, 
Yeah. Whew, man, what a way, mm-hmm. that's a way to go out on a song. All I can give you right now is that I'm trying. That's mm-hmm. all I can say is I'm standing here in your doorway. Yeah. And my husband is in recovery. He's nine years sober. And he first heard this song and was like, oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> we had to just sit quietly for a, for a hot minute. So you know that when you're writing a perspective that's not even yours, but you write it so well that it like hits for the people who are in that situation. Then, yeah. And you're, you're doing it right. And then lastly, we had Dear John versus Happiness, <laughs> which is a wild mashup. And again, I, all the love for Dear John. I mean, not really like the love for the song, not the love for the situation. Um, but we have kind of that 2.0 making it all the way to the final four. So yeah. happiness ultimately wins out. Mm-hmm. Nobody tells you what to do when a good man hurts you. And you know you've heard him too. <sighs> um, happiness is more about life. Like it's about a relationship breaking down, but that relationship is so ingrained with that person speaking life where mm-hmm. it's it's seven years or eight years. What is it? Seven years. Seven years. After giving you the best, best I, I had, had. Tell me what to give after that. Ugh. The reason why for me happiness didn't advance much further is that it ends on like a hopeful note to me of, mm. um, you know, all you want from me now is the green light of forgiveness I haven't met the new me yet, but I think she'll give you that. Mm -hmm. It's that I'll get, I'll reinvent myself. I will get over this and I will look back and I, or not even look back. I can see it now that there was happiness because of me and because of you. And I don't have to regret all of this. And I'm just, I'm processing. To me, it ends on a happy, uh, like a a more positive note. So it doesn't make it as far for me. Um, But it did end up winning out over Dear John. (laughs) Which, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the next we ended up matching up, that means My Tears Ricochet versus Happiness. No, you skipped one. I did? Yeah, Last Kiss versus My Tears. Oh, to me it's just so obvious. That (laughs) That My Tears, My Tears moves forward, yeah. So it really ends with My Tears Ricochet versus Happiness. I wanted This Is Me Trying. This is another situation where we needed to go to the tiebreaker. That's probably the one I'm the most upset about. I'll let (laughs) Hoax went out over Champagne Problems. Uh Uh-huh. I am upset that This Is Me Trying didn't beat out happiness. I think This Is Me Trying is a sadder song than happiness. So it comes down to the Elite Eight <laughs> in the East-West side was Hoax and Champagne Problems, My Tears Ricochet versus Happiness. Mm-hmm. And we get down to the entry into the final four. So again, if you made it this far, Godspeed and God bless you. Truly. We're entering into the final four. The stadium is packed. <laughs> We're in Dallas for the showdown. <laughs> And we have would have, could have, should have, and epiphany. And we have hoax and happiness. Mm-hmm. So we did have to call in a tiebreaker on hoax versus happiness. Yes. Because you and I were not in agreement. Well, I had this... champagne problems going all the way to the front. So let me right. think about this for just a second because I realized we didn't actually do any of this correctly. Right. I know what it is. Okay. Let's do the would have, could have, should have versus epiphany first. Oh, you know what the tiebreaker was? Sorry, to just rewind a second. Our tiebreaker person, my friend Sarah, was given the option to choose between hoax and champagne problems, and she said hoax. So that's why we ended up putting that ahead. But no, because then Ben picked happiness. Because again, we differed back here. Mm-hmm. Sorry for it's not visual. It's a visual aid. <laughs> we differed back here for Ben, and we differed up here for Sarah. Mm-hmm. So she helped this top one, and Ben helped this one because I had champagne problems versus this is me trying. Right. So we ended up with hoax versus happiness because of our tiebreakers. Yes. Yes. Okay. For different yes, in different divisions. All right. But now that we have to choose between these two, what are you picking? I think we should do the easier one first. Okay. 
So what have could have should have versus epiphany would have could have should have wins out for both of us. I think again, it swept it all the way to the the final game. Really, just came out the gate with that number one slot and has not disappointed. They mm-hmm. have a team of strong seniors this year. <laughs> They're gonna have to rebuild next I year. Whatever <laughs> it takes for this to be over. They have a center <laughs> who's already being considered being drafted. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda. I mean, it just, give me back my girlhood. It was mine first. I don't know if you can beat that. You know what this is? This is, we've weeded out the love songs, and now we've got trauma versus trauma. And it's it's trauma from a relationship. So it's kind of like a hybrid. But it's trauma that has carried through for years. Like, I think that's yeah. what sets it apart from, like, again, All Too Well is carrying around I Almost Do. I don't mm-hmm. think she's carrying around. I mean, Champagne Problems isn't a real scenario. But that song ends with her being like, you'll move on. Like, you'll find somebody else and I'll keep on doing my thing. What have Could Have Should Have is about, is a love song or a heartbreak song, but it's, I'm still not over. I will never be over how mad I am at you. The very nature of this song being written is to reflect how she's not over it. And it's like, I'm still not over this and that's your fault. That's not just me not letting this go. That's me being like deeply traumatized by you. Being a gross predator. What if could have, should have wins, moves into the mm -hmm. final game. And then we have hoax versus happiness. And I think it's hoax. Did you also have hoax winning or did you have happiness winning? I had hoax winning. Okay, so then at least that's okay. Because to your point, happiness does have a thread of hope throughout it. Yeah. And even though she's, you know, having all these sad feelings, she is able to see that there's there's happiness because of you. you. Whereas with Hulk, she's like, I am just fucked up. I don't know if we'll ever be happy again, but no. also we're going to sink to the bottom of the ocean together, baby. We yes. are that quartet on the Titanic. We, <laughs> we are. I'll just, if you need me, I'll be on this cliffside screaming. You know what they are? They're the couple that's in the bed in the Titanic when the water's flooding and they're holding oh, each oh other. Stop. <laughs> couple. <laughs> so we come down to... Ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. No! Welcome to the final matchup. I'm going to throw this water bottle at you. So I was like, pretty sure that's Monday Night Football. But I just that's did. not anything. You just yes, made it. No, it's not. That's okay. not how it goes. Yes, it is. Okay. So we come down to the final game. Final game. Sorry, I really didn't mean to actually do a <laughs> comparison. You're there. not sorry. We're past that. I'm sweating. Would have, could have, should have. Versus hoax. Mm-hmm. So, Honestly, I don't care. <laughs> like, I will be point, happy. Either way, I'm happy. I, I think you're right. I think hoax is the saddest song she's ever written. Maybe ever. Maybe you know, ever in life. We can have that debate later. We don't have... I, I called this from the beginning. You did, and I was adamant that I didn't agree with you. And here we are. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba! Again, it's a close game. This is a tie that goes into overtime, that goes into overtime, that ends in a shootout, even though that doesn't happen in basketball. That only happens in soccer. So we are saying that hoax is the saddest song. I think there are going to be some people who disagree with us. Ben certainly did. Ben did. He said happiness. No, he said Marjorie. Oh, God. No, in his bracket that was like a totally different bracket from ours. So, ultimately, Hoax is the saddest song. He said said long limbs and frozen swims. (laughs) You know who has long limbs? 
basketball players. I thought you were going to say Taylor Swift. And I was like, yeah, she's 5'10". No, basketball players who play in March Madness. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> okay, everyone. We need to get out of this room. Come on now. Go on, get. Go, go back to your mall. Anyway. That's me to tis the damn Susan who deserved better. Go on, get. <laughs> Can't you see we don't want you no more? Just, this is our most unhinged. <laughs> this is probably the, the truest representation of who we are as people. Mm -hmm. We've been putting on a face for these other professional no. episodes. It's it's never once made sense for this whole, not a single minute of making sense. But No, it hoax is the saddest song. Comment below if you disagree. We'll tie this together with a smile. But we're coming undone. We are. <laughs> no, no, we're not coming undone. We are fully unraveled on the yeah, floor. We're just a pile of yarn. We are two piles of yarn sitting in, <laughs> in a room. Sitting on a cliffside screaming. This is us trying to write a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> we, <laughs> two unspooled piles of yarn sitting no. on the floor at the dock of the bay. No. <laughs> we're too far gone. Okay. Look us up, Screaming at the Sky podcast. What do you on mean, Instagram. look us up if they're already listening to it? Follow us on Instagram. Oh, sorry, let's start over. Follow us on Instagram, Screaming at the Sky. Twitter, same thing, Screaming at the Sky. Although Twitter might be a burning pile of garbage thanks to Elon Musk. So. Oh, yeah, do we not want to? I mean, it's out there, but. But just look us up on Instagram. We're much more uh, present on Instagram. Mm -hmm. The bots are really loving my bejeweled post. <laughs> Maybe Ray, you could too. Here, this is what other podcasts do. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, comment down below. Share with your other unhinged friends. Mm -hmm. Write a review, but only if you're nice. Okay, tune in again next week. Or don't. <laughs>